minimalism is a word that we are hearing increasingly often in a way of life that is becoming more and more popular. As a concept, it's all about focusing on what really matters and distinguishing between want and need. In a world of constant innovation and pushy advertising, we have become hooked on growth. But since consumerism causes pollution and is very harmful to the climate, we need to let go of the consumer fantasy that the advertising industry has been selling us for the past century. Can we build an economy that turns its back on the conventional idea of growth? We are in dire need of a wake-up call, say the self-proclaimed minimalists. And Euronet Plus has spoken to several European advocates of this philosophy to find out more. So, does happiness increase with the number of possessions we own? Anna Mulacic Maya, a blogger and author of books on minimalism, told my Polish colleagues. Ja w ogóle też staram się mówić nie, nie o tym, że jestem minimalistką, czy mówić ludziom, że mają być minimalistami, tylko o tym, że minimalizm to narzędzie również. To sp sposób. I try not to describe myself as a minimalist or tell people that they should be minimalist. For me, minimalism is a tool, a specific way of thinking to deal with what surrounds us. And we find ourselves at a moment in the development of our civilization with such a vast amount of choice in virtually every aspect of life. Life, both material and non-material. On the one hand, this is wonderful, but it is also overwhelming at times. We need some methods for remaining sane amongst all of this, for not tormenting ourselves, for not getting lost under this excess of things falling out of the closet. I have personally found minimalism really useful because I am someone who is very hungry for life and impressions, sensations and experiences, and so that I don't make my own life difficult I need some useful, simple and flexible methods to keep me disciplined. Such order in life is also important due to our climate and the lack of sunlight. As a nation, Polish people can be pretty grumpy and gloomy. Not everyone, of course, but organizing ourselves, including in our heads and thoughts, emotions and relationships, can help us cope with this somewhat depressing reality. In recent years, mental health problems in the EU have worsened, perhaps because it is becoming increasingly difficult for us to feel a connection with the things that matter. This situation has only been exacerbated by the COVID pandemic and new mental health programs are now being rolled out across the block. With research increasingly underlining the positive influence nature can have on our mental health, we are starting to see that fostering a more respectful relationship with nature not only helps our planet, it also helps us to take better care of ourselves. Clearly, cutting down on purchases that use energy to produce and then end up in the landfill is a vital part of this. Yet minimalism is not just about decluttering our homes. Instead, it refers to increased awareness in all aspects of life for the things, people and tasks on which we really need to focus. It is about avoiding being sucked down any one rabbit hole to the detriment of everything else. Whether this is scrolling through your Instagram feed or being drawn into a clothes shop when walking down the street. Evelina Dumasien, a personal growth coach from Lithuania, stresses that it is important to make conscious rather than impulsive decisions. But, 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 but,
Imagine that you saw and liked item X. That is fine. Let it live in your mind for a while. Go home, read about it, find out its country of origin, research the alternatives, see how the item was made. In this way, we are not closing the door completely on innovation or new things, but we are encouraging curiosity and discouraging impulsive decisions. This will make us more rational and our decisions will be weighed up against our internal needs. We can then work out what we really need. Evelina also notes that it can be hard for us to part with our belongings even when we have not used them for years. To solve this problem, you have to give things to people who need them. It is easier to give an item to another person when you feel that it will be respected and loved. Even a figurine can be given to someone else who will be interested in it. Give things to children to play with, use toys, grown-up clothes. If it is something important, it is a good idea to give it to someone who will value it equally. This will extend the meaningful life of the item. Of course, this is not as easy as it sounds. I find it difficult too. But the worst thing is to dispose of it in the wrong place. This practice cannot be encouraged. Almost every area of life gives room for more minimalist behavior. I asked... German YouTuber and minimalism expert Agnes Sedina, how minimalism helps our planet. Also ich sehe ganz stark die Komponente weg von Fast Fashion. Ich glaube, das ist ein, ein sehr wichtiger Punkt, an dem jeder eigentlich relativ einfach... So I see very strongly the component away from fast fashion. I think that's a very important point that everyone can turn relatively easily. Especially if you go secondhand shopping, you have to be careful with greenwashing, but you can actually buy everything secondhand and save money. Then the consumption of food, meat, rather buy from local farmers, which has a positive impact on local agriculture. One promotes thereby still the biocultivation. These are the two most important factors. Basically, as far as consumption is concerned, it is better to buy higher quality and more expensive products than to redecorate your home with cheap products every year. Einmal kaufen und mehr Geld dafür ausgeben, als ständig jedes Jahr sich seine Wohnung neu einzurichten mit Billigmöbeln zum Beispiel. If the world continues to consume at its current rate, by 2050, it will be consuming as if there were not one but three planets. For this reason, since March 2020, Brussels has been pushing to accelerate the EU's transition to a circular economy. Where products, materials and resources are kept in useful circulation for as long as possible and waste generation is kept to a minimum. It is essential to move away from the linear take-make-use-dispose model and towards a regenerative growth model if we are to keep our consumption of resources within planetary limits. Indeed, the UN also advocates a shift towards a world 
where economic activity will meaning not by achieving economic growth, but by rebuilding infrastructure and practices toward a post-fossil fuel world with a radically smaller burden on natural ecosystems. In Romania, one woman has chosen to turn her back on the big city and revert to a more traditional way of life. Wanting to live more simply and with less, a few years ago Bianca Folescu left her apartment in one of Romania's largest cities and moved to a traditional house accessible by an unpaved road in a village near the Black Sea. Folescu now boasts a menagerie of animals, horses, donkeys, chickens, ducks and her very own vegetable garden. My colleagues from Radio Romania asked her what led to her radical life overhaul. Lucrurile au venit în timp, nu a fost o decizie imediată. Primul pas a fost atunci când am achiziționat căsuța din satul Vișina. It happened over time. It was not an immediate decision. The first step was when I bought the house in the village of Vizina as a quiet place to escape to on weekends with my children. Gradually, I began to love the place, its traditions and its customs. I came to understand life in the country and finally realized that the simplicity of life here brings a richness. And of course, that's when I began to think about the possibility of actually settling here. Meanwhile, my household grew, and so did not only my desire to be here on a daily basis, but my need to be here, to move lock, stock and barrel from the city to the country. It was not an easy decision, obviously. It involved a lot of adjustments, but I think it was one of the best decisions of my life. Totul de la oraș la țară n-a fost o decizie ușoară, evident. Ea mi-a adus foarte multe transformări, dar cred că a fost una din cele mai bune decizii din viața mea. My colleagues also asked Folescu what it was like having to make a fire instead of simply pushing a button whenever she is cold or wants a coffee. Vine să zâmbesc pentru că această expresie cu apăsatul pe buton am repetat-o în vreo câteva ierni la rând. Este o, chiar o realitate, adică știți, nu e numai o... It makes me smile as I repeated this expression at the touch of a button. A few winters in a row. This is not just a joke. We were used to being in the comfort of our city apartment in Constanta, where the wind can be quite farsy in the winter and it is cold and humid, but I just pressed a button and everything was instantly warm. Well, here I had to learn to fire up my stove. I cannot tell you how much adventure this lesson involved, and I finally managed it. I learned to make fires, to light fires, I learned everything from scratch. I can honestly say that I learned everything from scratch here. Yes, it really was very, very difficult, a real-life experience. And now I do allow myself to press a button again. I yearned to do this for years, to be able to regain the conditions of the city. Somehow I haven't been able to give up absolutely everything from there fel să apăs din nou pe un buton și să-mi fac cald. An de zile asta a fost o, o dorință a mea să, să pot să revin la condițiile de oraș. Deci, cumva, n-am putut să renunț la absolut tot de acolo. So minimalism does not necessarily mean giving everything up and living in the most frugal and basic manner imaginable, but it does mean freeing yourself from unnecessary clutter, both material and psychological. It's about deciding what is really important to you and deserving of your time and attention. Food for thought, isn't it? (coughs) 